to Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven podcast, where we spark up conversation, verbal elation, stimulation, share our situations, temptations, education, relaxations, and elevations. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Menage with the Mary Jane Maven. And of course, it's your girl, Mary Jane Maven. And we have my right hand on my left side back in, in the vicinity. Um, go ahead and shout it. It's Vita. So I am going to start off this episode as well by letting you guys know that I am on my second day of a little bit of vertigo and I have a crazy migraine. But I ain't no bitch. And I don't let nobody bring me down. No. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to soldier through this. Um, part of the reason is because I definitely want to bring in two young men, um, you know, young kings who are really doing, um, living out loud, living their truths, living within their passion and purpose. And they're doing it um, through collaboration um, and they're doing it on their own terms. So we're going to have a visit by our guest host, um, who, you know, will introduce themselves, but I'll give you guys a little bit of, you know, a guest here, a little bit of a, a tidbit or a hint, a new kitchen on Beatrice. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should be super excited. All right. So welcome our guest, um, you know, our, our, our illustrious and who <laughs> sometimes comes around and who sometimes doesn't guest, uh, guest host. Uh, Chaz, why don't you go ahead and say wow. what's up? Let everybody know you're here. Uh, can y'all y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. Can, can y'all hear me? Can we hear? All right, because I'm 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 used to hearing you so much louder, so in, in stereo, so it's all right. Can, How are you today? Can you hear me? Yes. Y'all can, can hear me, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. And then we have the the owner, the creator, um, the founder. The you know uh, the shining light behind Sacramento's. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be the newest and the most sought after, um, crave worthy food that there is, and this is um, provided through the generous, delicious treats of um, a new kitchen. So we have the like I said, the owner, the creator, the illustrious man himself, Andres. And he's uh, going to be talking to us a little bit about a new kitchen, um, as well as, you know, the homie. My name is Chaz down there. What's up? What you doing? How you doing? In the dark. Hey, yeah. Chaz. Or... Hey, Chaz, turn the Why light on. Why you doing the dark? We can't see you, bro. <laughs> hey, he's gone. Be a light? Oh, he's gone. All right. Well, hopefully he keeps coming back in. This is not, not going to be very conducive to talking about what, um, you know, what their collaboration is. Um, but I do want to thank you so much. We are, you know, running a little bit behind, so I appreciate your patience. Um, I definitely want to, you know, give a little shout out. I, um, once again, just like it's been over the past few episodes, I've introduced you guys or I've had people on the podcast that um, have been a part of my life in another, um, you know, another as uh, aspect or, you know, another venture. And Andres was one of them. Um, I contacted him to cater uh, my first Colors of Cannabis event. We ran into a little bit of a hookup and then everything was resolved. If you remember, do you remember that? 
no, I don't remember. <laughs> no, no. All right. What we had a little bit of an issue with um, you know, making sure we had all the correct supplies and everybody's money wasn't funny, oh. which at that time, because we're all entrepreneurs, it was, but we came through. Um yeah, he, you know, he wowed everybody that night. I don't know if you remember, but yeah, no, the tacos were bomb. Tacos were ridiculous, okay. Um, and you're back. Thank you. I'm glad that you're back, sir. Um, so yes, yeah, so he was a part of my first Colors of Cannabis event. And ever since then, I've asked him to, you know, to cater and host other things. Um, much like somebody who is hot in the streets and who has a talent, he was booked up most of those other times that I did try to contact him. But I will say that um, he is somebody that you can count on. He will make it work if he can, you know, to come out to cater your event. So we welcome you. Thank you so much for being here today. Like I said, we're going to provide you the opportunity to talk about your new venture. Um, but first, I want to get before we light up and spark and salutations, you know, I do want to get into our quote of the day. So our quote of the day, let me tell you, while, while my headache was pounding, I was on a search. I was on a search and, and, I'm, and uh, I really oh, wanted to no. find I really want to find something that um, that both of you could appreciate. I know you're both creators you know, music and, and uh, you know, poetry and things like that. It's as an art form for you. So I wanted to go ahead and bring in somebody who is just nothing but a lyricist and who surprises us pretty much every time he opens his mouth. But, say but everything that he says is inspirational. If you really delve down into it, he is kind of speaking genius at sometimes. So we're going to go ahead and get started here. So the quote for this week is, you see, it's leaders and its followers, but I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. Kanye West. Wow. That says it all. No. <laughs> so what I liked about that is that this is pretty much saying to me, and I'll ask you guys in a second as well as if it means anything to you or what it means to you, if it pertains to your life right now. But what I mean, that says to me is that you always have to make your own way. And, you know, parents always told us, don't be a follower, be a leader. So you definitely want to be a leader. But you don't want to be somebody who is being a leader and who's taking the, you know, nice hot jizz, you know, as well. I, just saying as it is, you know, maybe I maybe I relate to Kanye a little too much, but I definitely think it sets the tone for any entrepreneur um, right now. What do you guys think about that? Have you ever heard that quote from Kanye before? Oh, Jesus, no, I have not heard that. No, I, I, thought was, I thought it was pretty dope. I thought it was insightful. I liked it. I, just think I, was yeah. this one. I feel like it's from a recent song too. Um, yeah, what song is that? So does that does that quote? I mean, I know it's it's you know kind of roundabout. It's kind of funny, ha ha he he. But does that quote read to you? Does it speak to you in any way? Do you feel like you can relate it to anything that you guys are going through in your venture of this you know this journey on, on to entrepreneurship? I mean, I don't know. For me, it's hard to separate like the man from the artist when it comes to Kanye West. Well, let's talk about that. Why is it so hard? Is it? Is, okay, so is there a movie, a TV show that you just like, despite a character on there, you still absolutely love it? You know, it's something that you'll ride or die for. Is that? Uh, I mean, like the latest thing I seen was like Lake of the Ozarks. 
and your protagonist okay. like brother, like quite like three episodes straight. And I wanted to see him die, you know, but I still, I still enjoyed like the whole show. That's what you're trying to say. So for you, so for you, it's it's a thin line. It's very hard for you to separate the artist from you know from who he is as a person, or actually separate who he truly is as a person from his art. That's not something that's that's feasible for you. It, it is hard for me to get around that, you know. But, uh, yeah. okay. So playing the devil's advocate, let's say that there's a fan <laughs> who feels that way about you one day, and you are just truly living your true authentic self. How is that something that you would approach or handle that? Uh, how about presently? Um, you would just have to keep it. You no, know, you have to keep it so like your beliefs, you know. Like, no matter what other people have to say. <laughs> hmm? Are you? I. I. I know that I have, I'm having like a headache here, no, but we're are you talking? Yeah, so are you speaking into like your you. headset or because you, you're coming, you're coming through like you're underwater? Oh, um, actually, my phone doesn't have a headset. Do you have a headset? Well, it it depends. When you're moving it, it sounds clear at one point in time, but we'll um we'll see how far we can push out on this, and if it's. If the sound becomes an issue even further, then we'll go ahead and um, you know have you have to have you come over and we'll take this or do something. We'll make it work. Um, okay. But what about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chef Boyardee? Oh, <laughs> funny, sorry, Andres. Uh, what about you? Does that quote mean anything to you? Is that something that you can relate it to in your life right now? Yeah, of course. It's it's bars all day. You know that's what it is. First off, there you go. Hot fire. You know, it's just like, yeah, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather be a dick than one swallow them. Like, it just, I'd rather, I mean, yeah, it's just perspective. Yeah, and I see, I like how your brain's working, because I can see that you're kind of thinking about it and, and mulling through it, and that's what I love about um, Kanye's quotes, or what he says. You know, some of the stuff is obviously for clickbait, obviously to get a response, but I mean, I'm just reading through some of his like dopest 50s quotes and I'm just like, I, I feel you. Um, he, there's one that I know that hubby can appreciate um, that I'm just going to share this and then we'll kind of jump into a little bit about, um, you know, what's been going on for us this week. Um, you know, what we kind of are looking forward to. Um, and then we're going to get into what you what you guys are offering. Was today a day that you guys delivered? Uh, yeah, yeah, we delivered. Uh, I delivered my burritos, some of the chazes, some of the treats, and then uh, some uh, some smoothies. Oh, uh, nice, yeah, that's what I delivered today. Nice, well, we're gonna talk about that. So, I know because you, you, it was 90 plus degrees out there, so I'm sure you're a little beat, but um, like I said, I appreciate, I appreciate your time. So, um, this I, I cannot, you know. I'd be remiss if I did not read this one. Um, so it's 1 a.m. and I can't stop thinking about myself. Yeah. I mean, that's the only person who's ever kept me up till 1 a.m. I mean, about him. but that's insightful. <laughs> so that lets you know that he's trying to be insightful. He's trying to be accountable for who he is. Um, here's another one that I love. Have you ever thought you were in love with someone, but then realized you were just staring in the mirror for 20 minutes? 
Why are you talking about them trees? That's funny. Okay. Now I'm being silly with that one. That's not inspirational. That's funny. But actually, no, it is. Because it's teaching it's about self-love. You know? It is. It's teaching about self-love. See? You see what Kanye does? That's what Kanye does. So thank you, Kanye. Well, we know that nobody loves Kanye more than, than Kanye. Kanye loves hey, Kanye. Mr. West, you know, Mr. West is in the building. So yeah, so I, I'm I'm just telling you guys, if you guys want to be entertained, if you want to be inspired, just go ahead and look up the top 50, you know, uh, quotes that he shared. Um I think it's pretty dope. Well, um, Kanye is just a very broad character. You'd have to be pretty, I don't know, short-sighted to not find something in all of that yeah. that you can relate to, you know, because yeah. there's a lot going on there, you know, yeah. so there's there's some, a little something for everybody. Well, I like this one. The new generation is obsessed with looking successful instead of actually being successful. Hey, I mean, come on now, right? So... That kind of leads me to um, kind of what I want to talk about as far as, um, you know, we always have our, our Corona Chronicles. Um, you know, you can't help but to talk about something that's affecting our lives so much. But, you know, this is the second episode of the week, so I'm not going to I'm not going to harm beat on it too much. What I will say is once again, Governor Newby, <laughs> you know, he did it. He came out today. He read all those counties and all those people that want to rush and get back out there. He read them. He threw shade, but he did it in a way that it was like, but we're, we're we're collaborating. It's community. I absolutely love him. I love that he's staying resolute in what he knows is best, and he's being a great leader. So once again, shout out to Governor Newby. Yeah, I'm sure. telling you, if I meet that man one day, I'm definitely calling him Newby. I'm like legit. He's he doing his Governor Newby? Yes. I love, I, yeah. I, I feel like we're homies, so I give everybody a nickname. <laughs> Somebody gonna say, "Oh, that's disrespectful!" Like when they was calling Vaccine Waters Auntie Vaccine. Oh, like, she was oh, Auntie. I mean, come on now, that's disrespectful. No, no, because that's what black people do. She look. How many of your mom's friends? Um, and I don't know. There's even even you. You know, how many uh, had a an aunt um, that wasn't really an aunt? That was your mom's best friend. You know, an uncle, a cousin. That's what we do. Yeah, I got. You know? I had that growing up. You know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. it's a term of endearment. Like, yeah. it's respect to actually aside a term of endearment. Yeah. So. I, and I got I my girlfriends and shit. They just stayed around. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy. So I know um, there, you know, there's only a few of us, well, other than Chad, you know, that have children. Um, so why don't you share? Because I think all parents need to be able to vent. You know, I know that you were a teacher, so we have a little bit more patience, just like my husband, who's a teacher. So he's dealing with the, you know, the homeschooling probably a little bit better than 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 I. Um, but how is it working for you um, with your your boys being home and you having to homeschool or do the online learning? Uh, man, honestly, this has been like probably the best like vacation I've ever experienced in my life. Uh, like for real, like like my baby mama's been doing like a whole lot better. Like she can take care of the kids. Um, so we finally got like split custody. Like it's been nice. Like I got them on the weekends, so tomorrow I'll pick them up. You know, um, it just it, and then the learning stuff. You know, you just read to them. I bring them the news every day. Uh, checking, reading them the stocks every day. Um, but other than that, uh, I just hate that I can't take them to the park to go. You know, swing or to, you know, go slide down the slide. You feel me? You know, like 
Can't even. Isn't that crazy? Like you, you were asking kids to stay in a house. You're taking them out of an environment where they at least had 30 minutes a day to run around and be kids. And then you're saying, oh, but you can't take them to the park. You know, my husband will take the boys to the park and, um, you know, go let them shoot around. They took all of the hoops off of the baskets. Um, they filled a whole. But, but you know what, though? But but there's a lot of irony. There's a lot of steep irony. That was just so messed up. Yeah, it's just steeped in irony though, because what I, because I do like Uber, like I'm not, so I drive around a lot, right? And I noticed that, like, in, like in the hood, right, in the hood, they put bags over the basketball courts, they put hella, you oh, know, yeah. coffee tape around the courts. But then I'm, I'm around, I'm in Fair Oaks, I'm driving around the country clubs, you see hella white people playing golf, like come on, bro, in the same little court, like okay, yeah. so. So tennis and golf get priority, but you can't play basketball. Say, yes. Playing tag oh, and you know, yeah. golfing. Yes, yes. And I'm so happy that you brought that up because that's kind of what we talked about on the episode last night as well, is yeah. that you know the people that are making the most noise about it are the mm -hmm. ones that aren't being hurt by it. They're not losing out on any money. Like you said, they're living in their nice, beautiful homes in Fair Oaks. Mm -hmm. No shade. Fair Oaks is beautiful. I will live in a house like that, if not bigger one day. So not mad at you, but you can guarantee that when and if I live in a place like Fair Oaks and I have everything at my fingertips that I possibly need, I don't have to worry about whether or not my unemployment check's coming. You know, I can tell my kids to go play in the fully furnished and, you know, designed backyard. Mm -hmm. You know, let me get, be put on a lockdown and tell me how bad I'm going to want to come out the house. Right. But everybody else, you know, wants to rush. And then when we get hit again and even worse, what? What, what are we going to do? You know, hey. but. Hey. Okay. Let us out yeah. the house. Yeah. And have that. Um, I know, you know, the hubby and I have noticed driving down 99 going south or north in the past couple of days. Nothing but highway patrol. Mm. Nothing oh, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, people driving like 85, 95, like it's casual. You know. Because ain't nobody on the way. So it's good. Exactly. I know. I understand it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, about that though, hey, like them Kanye quotes, you feel me? It's all about perspective. It's like, all right, boom. If this shit really is killing motherfuckers out here, like, at least the black people not going outside. Yeah. They are. I, look, yeah, I will say this: you going to the farmers markets, going out and about. I don't know if it's because you know, Negroes is like, hey, it's something else to go with my outfit, something else that I can buy. I don't know, but I am definitely seeing young and older that are people of color that are gloved up that have their masks on um mm -hmm. i saw something the other day like a cannon turban on and i was like oh you're doing it all the way huh from the head down okay um but then again as i mentioned yesterday i went to the habit this past weekend and i videotaped and counted 15 people no gloves no masks. i went to the habit tonight and it was the same thing so whatever's going on with people who want to eat at the habit I'm not going to have it no more because it's going to be a COVID hotspot. They they don't practice social distancing. Nobody has them. Man. It was just a, a clusterfuck. So I want my money back. Yes, I did email for it. Yes. Oh, and she will. She will email. She's I, good about I, email. I'm the black Karen. Okay. Right. She, yes. I'm getting my Look, money back. And she writes in red, you know, ink and uppercase. No. Because it was just bullshit going on in there. And then the food was fucked up, too. So it's like, but it was just so much mm -hmm. BS. 
I don't want to feel like I've got to debate with people whether COVID is real, whether you can spread it or I can spread it. Like all that political shit aside, if you just follow some protocol, but this just goes back to shit I always talk about, which is committing yourself to a process, learning the details, doing it because it needs to be done, not because there's someone breathing down your neck and jumping up your ass about it, you know? And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to believe if it's real to just care enough to follow some steps. I mean, imagine that. How many adults, how many adults have said, damn, I wish I could work like four tens. Damn, I wish I had a three-day weekend. Well, here we go. You yeah. have much more than that. Like, and I love what you said on this. Like, it's a great time to really just um be with your children. Um, I know that you you have two boys. I know that you can see how fast they grow. Like literally over like a two, three week month period, they change a lot. Um, and so I know that for myself, and that's something that Edie and I have done since day one, is just look at the positives about it and take what you can, you know, out of it. Um, I know, and the reason why you're here is I know part of this, you know, coronation and this quarantine and COVID-19 and all the names that it has, it's kind of led you to doing what you're doing now, which is, you know, as we talked about on the 420 event, if any of you guys tuned in, we, you know, we've talked about it. This is really something that he's been passionate about but didn't really know would come to fruition. So this is a prime example of how utilizing this time to, you know, to uh, to develop a result that's positive and that's life-changing in a positive way, it's, mm -hmm. it's possible to do. Um, you know, Chaz has released a uh, single um, during this time. Mm -hmm. So, man, as I'm listing your accomplishments, I don't feel too accomplished myself. Maybe I shouldn't have had you guys on. You started nah. this. Yeah. No, you, 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 you praise this a lot. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, like, like, I'm just what chilling. What are you talking man. about? I'm just a know, right? I'm just chilling. Enjoying myself. Like, Mary Jane Maven got us feeling like Hype, she got his hype, boy. Like, whoa, like, not nah, thank you. I'm no. chilling, I'm over here burning my incense. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if you guys joined in. I'm sorry, guys, I have this headache, so I didn't even say, you know, and Chaz is here, so we should have had him, you know, do the spark on beat since he hasn't been around in like, you know, a mini blue moons. I just sounded like my mom. I can't believe I said that. Um, no, what would she say? A month of blue moons. That's what my mom used to say. A month of blue. I never got that. Like, she was saying it wrong. So, Sorry. <laughs> that's I mean that's how like my or my grandma say it. How many of how many of you guys had aunties, grandmamas, or somebody that used that term? And did I you ever wonder what the hell it moon, meant? Just in a oh, once in a blue yeah, moon. But she was saying like a long time. But I never so was a blue moon a longer moon? No, than a blue else? moon is actually two <laughs> full moons in one 30 day cycle, and then the so second a month one's of blue. double blue moons. I, I don't think you can have a yeah, double. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll have my mom on and we'll ask her to explain that. Um, but Chaz been MIA, <laughs> right? Yeah, easiest way to say it. Chaz has been MIA. You know, but he's been grinding. Um, he's been sick. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. no I don't <laughs> he was sick. I was. What the fuck is I know. Okay. So, so yeah, tell us about um, 
I want to, we, we've talked to Chad, Chaz before, Chad, Chad, hey Chad, no. <laughs> we talked to Chaz before about on beach reefs many times. So can we leave? Can I just ask um, about what may, was it being time off with COVID that kind of had you push forward into new kitchen? And I'll, well, and just keep, keep mm -hmm. that question in your mind because we really quickly want to finish. Um, I'm going to ask a mm -hmm. question about what is it? I ask everybody this, what is it? Uh, the first thing that you are going to do mm. when we are in like stage five, Four, five you know, right, we're, yeah, right, we're out right. of everything. Mm. What's the first thing that you're going to do and what sport are you missing the most? We'll switch it up, switch it up. So we'll go with Chaz first. Uh, so. I I never really watched sports, so that didn't bother me. Um, just to speak on that. But the uh, first thing I'm gonna do is sit back and wait to see what everybody else is gonna do. And then yeah, because I've been going out, I've been going outside. I ain't been work. I mean, like not saying I don't believe in it, but uh, in a way, I do believe. On the other side, it's like people going to the hospital. Like they really just saying people dying from this. You know what I'm saying? Like any, like well, no matter what you're going through, like they they just gonna say you dying from this. And on top of that, they killing people. But I've been had the conspiracy theory that hospital will be killing people ever since my grandma died. So, yeah. And yeah. I, I I'm just can, sit back and wait, see what everybody else gonna do. With that, um, sometimes I feel like all that could be done maybe wasn't, and some hope is kind of given up. But yeah, yeah, that's I, I can definitely I feel you on that. Um, you know, and that really lends to the conversation about how you know they're saying black and brown, you know, black and, and Latinos are the highest numbers because we don't, you know, or like our elders don't trust the healthcare system. They don't go to the doctor. Um, have either one of you had any personal with anybody coming down with the COVID, with, I hate saying the COVID, with the Corona, with the Rona? Nah, I, I haven't met anyone with Rona yet. I heard that. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, Chad. Hey, I'm so happy, though, that Chad said he don't watch sports because I thought I was going to be looking weird. But I had to and as I was outside waiting, I started talking to these other guys. And one, one of the guys goes, can I ask you guys a question? How many of us, and it was probably like five of us in line, know anybody that actually has been afflicted or some or knows somebody that knows somebody? Nobody did. None of us, none of us. But, um, but that's more like anecdotal because they just released a, a report today on the SACB that said that Sacramento has the lowest infection rate out of all like the me metropolitan areas in the United States. On comparison, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So... So that's why we probably don't know anybody like that, um, which is really good. But I, but I, but I give it credit to the governor. You know what I'm saying? Like he did a good job uh, calling it, even though it was a really hard decision to make. You know. And then, um, so what is so for you, Chaz? There's no sport. There's no sport, and he's gonna wait and see what everybody else. Oh, is Chaz is do. gone. Okay, he's gonna come back then. We're behind. So sorry. So for you, um, what is the first thing that you're going to do? And what um, sport out of all of them, you know, everything that's been halted, do you miss the most? Uh, well, the thing, like, I'm like Chaz, like, I really never watched sports. Like, I used to watch the Raiders when they had, like, Rich Gannon and Tim Brown and them. But then since the Patriots beat them, I stopped watching them. And that was, like, 17 years ago. Like, I'm a Kings dude, but I don't really, like, follow them like that. And then, um, like, 
I'm just a World Cup guy. Like I watched the World Cup, you know, but that, you know, that's for another two years. And uh, what was it? Yeah, not two years. And then, um, and the first thing I'm gonna do, we about to throw that henny, henny in our chocolate party, henny in our chocolate party. I'm trying for fiesta. Yeah, we gonna cook. I'm gonna cook for all the friends. That? Yeah, like the wow. first thing I'm gonna do. There's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be sick that evening. Any milk, huh? Yeah. Kahlua and white. It tastes like it tastes like egg no. The first thing I'm doing is I'm gonna be cooking for all my uh, friends and family. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm saying I'm. I gotta to make it for y'all. Y'all gotta know how to make it. You feel me? Where it's sweet, it's nice and sweet. You feel me? Yeah, I never. Mm. Yeah. You don't even. You don't even taste the honey. You feel me? When I make it. You don't even taste it. You feel me? And I put the right amount. You feel me? It's all about chemistry. Drink Hennessy and cranberry juice. And everybody thought I was crazy. And I'm like, y'all just don't know. And I was knocking them bad boys back. Oh, wow. um, really but I can't do brown anymore. Brown makes me clown, according to the hubby. <laughs> little true, little true. Vodka's my girl now. Vodka. So it all makes me clown. So somebody's child named Vodka. I'm a, I'm a tequila and a pomegranate juice type of guy. Hey, y'all been seeing that big ass tequila bottle? It looked like a vase. Yeah. It's white. What is that? I've been seeing that everywhere. It's expensive, bro. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, everybody's saying it's like a hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. 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 When I went, when I went to the, uh, you, know, the, you had it. Oh, you there. Yeah. Um, my hubby's uh, frat brother, his little bro came out for his birthday and he goes crazy and we were like you're not you're not supposed to buy all the alcohol for yourself and he's like well i wanted to drink this so everybody was like thank you um yeah that was it was smooth i liked having the little bell on the top and the way you have to hit it just right to make it clean like that kind of adds to the fact that you just paid 100 bucks and at least you get a little novelty with it well, and, and being <laughs> Nice bottle. It was a really nice bottle. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. So you are, um, you're, you know, the henny on our chata. I'm going to remember that. Okay. All right. I will help to make the flyers. We're going to do it. What are you talking about my song? Y'all got to go slap it. Blue face, baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, 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 uh. That's what's up. So I'll be defending blue face in my house. I love, let's have a conversation about that real quick. Chad is saying, Chad said that's a song of his, Henny and Aaron Chata. Henny and Chata's a song. Yeah, it's a song too. Oh, we'll have to hear it. So, Blueface got a song or Chata on his new CD. Uh, that's hard. Yeah, but, I don't care. Yeah, but Chad, Chad, Chad's gas on Blueface all day, any day. Exactly. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Only yo hubby downloaded his album. Nobody downloaded that shit. <laughs> we have it. I we totally have it. That shit I'll be forgetting you and him is one. I'll be forgetting that sometime. <laughs> you know, I so when he first came out, you know, I liked you know the first. I like Tatiana. I mean, come on, you like that. I and like then it. started I listening to his stuff, and I was like, this dude doesn't know how to rap on beat. And the hubby was like, no, just listen. He has bars. And he made one, um, he said one thing where he was like, I'm in I'm the area of like Richmond. And I was like, oh, okay. Like he has, he has oh, wordplay, yeah, he a different type of wordplay. Yes. 
A different I don't know about y'all rap choices. Y'all uh, choose Kanye West for quotes and blue face. I don't know about the rap. The rap. Choices. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. 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 So you know, like any Kanye album is fire. Like oh, no. college dropout is my shit. College, like college dropout is the reason. Like I've been rapping since I was twelve years old, right? But the thing is, like my whole crew partners, they they all used to make fun of me and shit. So I never really took like I I always did it like in the car, private or shit like that. So I never done it, right? Yeah, been posting hella videos. But but that's like but college dropout is my shit. Like especially that song with Most Death, the Freeway, like two lap was two words. Like that shit was crazy. Like that shit blew my mind. ブルーシューズビアソングライターいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいねいいね
And okay. I definitely saw that a lot of those children, because these were young children, kindergarten, first mm -hmm. grade, they were being labeled. And 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 I'm not doing their IEP or evaluating their, you know, uh, cognition through tests and stuff. Mm -hmm. But just watching them socially and interacting, I was like, gosh, I feel like this kid might be getting the peg right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, where he's just odd. Yeah. But he seems... You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? He's perfectly fine. capable like there's something else of learning and, 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 and talking. You know, it was weird. No, I, I think I really think um, when kids go down that special education path into a desegregated school where it's only special ed, that's where it becomes problematic, especially for the behavioral kids, because you're, you're basically setting them up for, for failure because you're putting them in a classroom with other kids just like them, just as aggressive, just as manipulative, just as abused, just as uh, exploited, like it's, like it's bad, right? So now you have this, this basically a shitstorm of abuse, of neglect, of withdrawals, and, and the teacher and the assistants have to deal with all those things at once, and it becomes a shit show. And then it becomes even harder because the parents are in denial of what their kids face or what their kids go through. And it's like, damn, like I almost got knocked out one time teaching. Like, like the kid that I was, yes. I was with turned turned on me, and he tried to knock my my block off, and you know, but. You being a grown man, you know, I know that's hard because I know I, the hubby can kind of tell the story. He, you know, you can hear him. But there was one time where he had a kid and this kid was like big, like a big kid. Like, I think he actually is going to go play college ball. Right. Yep. Yeah. He's going to go. Yeah. He's going to go play D1 college ball. But this kid, he was a freshman when this happened. Yeah. And my husband was trying to hold him back from getting to another because if he would have got to this kid, it would have been curtains mm -hmm. so my husband was trying to hold him back he said and at one point you know dude you know he wasn't acting out towards him but he was so angry and at that point you just you know he was seeing nothing but red mm -hmm. that he kind of pushed on my husband and my husband said he stumbled back and was like he had to get his bearing about him like what i want to suck this little nigga but I had to remember that he's <laughs> you know he's big and you know he see like he's a he was really a teddy bear but yeah. when he got angry he got angry yeah I was a teacher. It's like, it's like that kid that I could take to. Oh, go that's right. Me. Yes, he was trying to go after a teacher, and he was trying to stop him. That's right. Yes. Mm. So. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm just. Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, that's like that's like a lot of the issues that um, this classroom next to mine used to deal with, like kids that they had no idea how to control their anger, and you put like ten of those kids together. It's it's just like a bad combination, like and no one, and like no one really sees an alternative solution beyond giving them more IEPs or giving them another counselor, or giving them some other, um, you know, secondary. Um, yeah, make excuses. So, what would your strategy um, for for teaching? Like I said, I love how you said that you you know intertwine using that documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell a story about a teacher that was teaching where my husband teaches and she was reprimanded because she was teaching history by showing episodes of drunk history. I, to <laughs> I think that's genius. Drunk history is hell funny. I've learned some shit about it. You know, I of course yeah. go and, you know, my due diligence and see if it's, you know, see if it's real, but yeah. she was reprimanded for that. And I feel like with them being seniors, that's different than if you were showing eighth graders drunk history to teach them about history so what was your uh strategy or what was your um outlook on providing them education and like implementing things like music and you know mm. and things like that and uh 
Well, like one of the big reasons I've been rapping lately was because I had kids that we used to freestyle in my class. Like we used to bring an actual studio in my classroom. Like we had the microphone, the whole little mixer in there. We had the, the Mac laptop with the little sound system in there. So we used to have that in my classroom. I guess for me, uh, my, I guess the biggest teaching strategy you could have is like we need to stop hiring teachers that do not belong in those neighborhoods. Like what the fuck? Like, you know how the turnover rate is crazy. Like, there's so much money for black and brown teachers, but they're not hiring us. They're hiring old white ladies. They're, they're like, in the hood. Like, bro, like, you know they're not going to last longer than two months. Like, they don't understand the, they don't understand the colloquialisms. They don't understand, you know, that's basic slang. They don't understand, they don't understand like, like, yeah, bro, they're out of touch. And then they're writing the reports. How to touch teachers writing reports about kids who they automatically think that they're bad. They automatically think that yeah, like they're, they're villains. You know what I'm saying? So it's like or they're scared. Right? They're scared. It's a fucked up children. They're children. Yeah. Like when it all comes down to it, they want structure. They want somebody that cares about them. They want somebody that yeah. you know respect is really big to them. So they want yeah. to at least have the perception that you respect them and they respect you but i don't get these grown ass and you're right you're saying it they're not hiring the they're not educated enough they don't have the readiness and they don't have the cultural awareness at all oh yeah at oh yeah yeah there, and, there, and was even, there was even an incident at my previous well, i'm not gonna name it but um there was this this white lady teaching um you know the the younger kids like the elementary school kids and this this light-skinned kid got a haircut his name was Junior, and she was calling him Coonier. And, like, nobody was saying shit until I went to the supervisor and was like, hey, bro, like, we all have a problem with it. Like, what's going on with this? So I was like, really? Like, you really? And she's still working there. I mean, she's still doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? But well, I was at last year, special ed teacher. She's in the break room talking about, you know, because they were protesting last year at the mall for – um. What's Nothing. the young man who got shot oh, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. My yeah, bad. Stephon yeah, Clark. Yes. And oh, they were protesting for Stephon Clark. And so she's like, they don't even, they don't even report what he might have done. And it was oh, like, course. what That's... he done? And I, you know what? Died? Yeah. Like, right. Died? And so yeah. I just ended up refusing to be in that person's presence. So if I was in the teacher's lounge, since I'm not actually a teacher, and she came in, you can have your lounge. I'm leaving. Look. And people were like, we noticed you leave the lounge. Yeah. And I'm... you know why? I would have whooped her ass, okay? Like I would have, yeah. yeah. All these teachers doing that shit. Mm -mm. Like, don't do the job if you don't. Teachers are like nurses. Nurses don't go and become nurses unless they really care. You know what I'm saying? And they're nurturing. And well, they, they should do that. They should. Most of them do. <laughs> Same thing as a teacher. I believe the children are our future. Hello. Like, think about that every day. Um, if you're not prepared, you know, or if you just want a job, go get a job in a nice little suburb. In an Where office, pushing like paper, you know? you know, you don't have to interact with people, mm -hmm. show any love or kindness. You deal with things, not people. No, you, you have know? kids named Kingsley and, you know, things like that. Um, so it is uh, super, super important to, like you said, have the right role models and have the right teachers in those roles. Um, and you know, you're very, I think that you're very, you're young. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you're probably what in your late twenties. Yeah. Like twenties. Great thing. You said that like you was, yeah, late twenties. 
<laughs> You're doing fantastic things. We <laughs> happy about that. So yeah, so having somebody that they can relate to, um, I know mm -hmm. that for my husband, he's able to build a lot of respect and um, you know rapport with the students because of that. So I I definitely want to give you you know a shout out for that um, and you know give you your proverbial crown, crown you for the hard work that you did because you also had your children to raise. So not only are you dealing with the problems of others, but then, you know, you are taking that home and you're trying to raise young men as well. So that's something that can, you know, can definitely weigh. So I don't think our men and our communities get enough kudos for what they do um, in the homes and outside in the community. So I'm going to go ahead and take the opportunity to, you know, give you and um, my, you know, my hubby the shine um, for being educators and for doing what needs to be done. So thank you guys so much. Thanks. Yeah, no. It's for the first time, for the first time teaching, like, cause this was my, this was my first year ever like teaching, cause before I was just like a fellowship teacher, um, and it was like it was intense. I'm talking about like just learning all the administrative things that happen, and then getting hit with the corona all of a sudden, and then getting to learn like all Common Core curriculums. I was like, damn, this is crazy, like. But you know, I'm not going to do yeah. that. Though. Well, that's just going to make it easier for you to, you know, help your babies with their homework when they get into fifth, sixth, seventh grade. <laughs> that top four is no joke. Okay, yeah. no joke. But um, so is that? Can I? Can we? Can yes. you ask them a question? So, so is that what got you doing your other passion project right now? Is being off of school from COVID? No, nah, I've been doing a new kitchen for about a year and a half now. Almost, almost. Uh, it's going to be like two years. October. Yeah, I've been knowing Andres for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love his story because I think it's very um, common within the Black and in the Latinos community where, you know, uh, you're in the kitchen with the grandmother and you're kind of learning from there. So share a little bit about that. And then, Chaz, we'll remind everybody since you haven't been around in a month of blue moons. <laughs> how you started on you know what your your services what you've been doing with the music and then i want you guys to share with everybody what it is that you're providing to sacramento and to the community so right right so i knew you had the new kitchen already because you did the event but is is delivery new for you oh yeah yeah the, the whole delivery service the takeout service yeah that's that's totally new um but like the, so the delivery takeout only started because um my my unemployment came through so so i was so basically like i have i have capital where i can just experiment because i haven't made any money with the delivery or takeout in the last two weeks i haven't made anything um because like last week i was paying car to deliver which was hella cool and uh, it was it was actually hella fun doing that um and then um so it was just like me just giving back to the community, really, to see how it would work out. So it was just basically a test run the last two weeks. Um, and it's been a lot of hard work, I'm not going to lie, because um, I'm just using like two pans on my stove in the oven. Um, and it's just myself. So yeah, it's kind of kind of hard. You are, but, man, you're in the trenches out there. You are serious, right? You're serious. I love that. Yeah. But that's going to read so well and come across so well to customers. Um, you know, that comes through in the food. It reminds me of um, like water for chocolate. 
Mm. I don't know if you've never seen that movie or read that book, please do. It's on Netflix right now. Love read it. the book first. But um, like Water for Chocolate, it's the passion, whatever your emotion is, that comes through in the food. So that's it's kind of the same thing. And you know, your true passion for it. And like I was saying, kind of tell, because I, I don't I don't think Vita knows how you first started learning how to cook. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about about that and and your childhood there. Uh so like I started off at like because both my parents worked. So I was at home with my grandma a lot and whatever she cooked, that's what I ate. And but the thing is, she never taught me how to cook because like my family's like really patriarchal, you know. So the, the like if I was a woman, like they would have taught me how to make papusas and the, the Salvadorian turkey and they would have taught me how to make beans, all that stuff. Right. But they never taught me that stuff. But I was always looking. I was always looking around. And um, and then uh, and then I first started cooking a whole lot when I went to Humboldt State. So my, the first university I went to was Humboldt State, right? And uh, I went to Humboldt State and the food was bad, bro. Like it was made for like exclusively white people. Like Mexican food wasn't spicy. Like Indian food wasn't there. Like it was, I, everything was like watered down. Like only thing that was good were like IPAs, you feel me? But I don't even drink that stuff anymore. And then um, oh, I was at Humboldt, right? And I had a friend named Juan and Juan was from East LA. So it was me and my friend Juan from East LA, and we were making vegetarian, vegan foods, lasagna. We even threw like a, we even created a political party to overthrow the school at Humboldt State because we were just tired of all the like, all like the, the cultural marginalization that we were facing. Like they like they invited hella black and brown students, but I felt like we were hella isolated, like socially isolated. So we were like, you know what, we need to put some color, in like the, the uh, student, the student body. You know what I'm saying? But but then like. Many, um, how, if you could, if you could quantify it, how many um, black and brown students would you say were at Humboldt? Because I knew of like maybe three people that went to school there, and they were back after one semester. So like, that, couldn't do so it. That year, it's great. It was in twenty thirteen. They became a Hispanic serving institution, so they had about like 500, 500 to a thousand Hispanic students, and they had maybe like two hundred to like three hundred black students. I think. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a lot of them came from LA. Out of probably like what ten, you know, eight, yeah. but still, you know, represented. Um, okay, yeah, I like that. So you said that was the first school. So how long did you um, attend at uh, Humboldt? I was there for uh, about a year and a half until I flunked out. I got flunked out of Humboldt State. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Like my transcript was stuttering. Yeah, but you know, I don't. But I don't give up though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give up. And then I came back. To, uh, Los Rios, and then uh, hopped over to Sac State, finished at Sac State. So, you know, congratulations! Uh, Which like school did you years, go? Sumness huh? or Sac City? I went to, no, I went to Sac City, ARC, and CRC. I went to like all three. So, you know, you have to you guys hear that? That's how you finish, and you probably finished in what two years? What the community college? Nah, so no. Nah, let me. Oh, you guys want to know the full story of my college life? That's just bad. <laughs> So like I started off at CRC, I flunked out my first year. But I don't give up though, right? Then I met like some mentors, teachers, like some godly people, and they put me on game to tell me how to read and write. So I went back, and then uh, two years CRC, Sac City, ARC, and then I jumped over to Humble State because I was impatient. I should have just stayed local, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just wanted to leave, but Humble State was a bad bad option, bad choice, especially for somebody who grows up in Valley High and all of a sudden you're in like a white. Um, that shit was weird. It was weird, um, and I was forcing it. I was forcing it. 
Um, then came back, and then I went back to CRC to get my grades up for a semester, and then after that semester, transferred to Sac State. Good. That's a success story. Did you ever take a class with Professor Peshkoff at CRC? No. I have Professor George, Professor Morales. Uh, Peshkoff, he's part of the the, um, the Latin program. I mean, he's actually the head professor of African-American studies. You would uh, not know or even think that this man is not black, but he is Dominican and, and something else. But best teacher, I have to give a shout out to him. Best professor ever at CRC. Love him, okay. love him, love him. Um, I like Professor Church. You know, um, Los Rios has just really good professors. They do. I think. They really yeah. have people who are really just digging education mm -hmm. and trying to give their best, you know? Yeah. We yeah. should do an educators episode. Let's we could have the producer on and, and you. And <laughs> He's like, I, I, yes, no. <laughs> that, that well, you could comment from the educator. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, a, I'm an Aggie, Aggie, so, you know, yeah. I'm not stingers up. But uh, how was uh, the Sac State experience? for you um it, it was a lot better because uh i feel like sac state was a little more diversified um a little more diversified but again it was like commuter school though i just went to take my classes went back home maybe stayed and studied in the library for a little bit um but that was basically it i protested like the donald trump election in the quad um but other than that it was it was it was good though i mean i had a really good professor his name was professor cannon um but other than that that was that was it States come up, you know, you can't, um, we used to talk a lot of shit, you know, being that we were at Davis about Sac State, but Sac State is getting a lot of, you know, putting a lot of money into their programs and you guys have a lot of like really, um, successful graduates. Yeah. Um, you they know, so, you know, you know, Tom Hanks is a grad, so you guys, that's good. Yeah. Um, Mine so yeah, you and you're just chilling. So what um fill us in and then we're gonna come on back to this joint venture between you two but fill us in on what you've been doing because as i mentioned earlier this man has a slapper that is out right now can we hear it i know oh, can like, we play a little bit of it yes yeah, that's my beat that's my song right no, okay. <laughs> 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 Where is it at? Where is it YouTube. on? It's everywhere. It's called, it's called Dummy. Just look up Chaz. It's Are you on iTunes? On YouTube. Because he's going to show it. Like, yeah, we can show it. So, um, so, yeah, talk a little bit about it. Tell us about what's been going on. You know. Damn, bro. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Okay, because the shit keep going in and out. Um, basically, just what I've been up to, I've just been baking a lot of cakes, trying to practice on my decorating. Um, that's another thing I want to have ready for when this whole thing is over, um, to start having more prepared orders and things like that. Um, Andres, the one that came, came at me with the idea to collab, you know, because he makes food, so I make dessert, you know, things like that. Um, so we're going to keep doing that because I fuck with him mad tough. Um, I've just been really sitting on my patio, just really learning a lot about myself. And it's really been chill. Like on a surface level, it's like it looks like I'm being lazy and shit like that. But like, <laughs> nah, like 
I've really been like tapping into a lot, you know. So and it's better to think outside, so because you're not yo yo your thoughts ain't trapped, you know, like under a roof and shit like that. I will say you've been very insightful. You have been sharing some, you know, Instagram posts that, you know, that for somebody like myself who, you know, very observant, plus, you know, the mommy in me, um, I I see that you are going through kind of a transformation um, and that I think that this whole time at home is hard for you because you were, you were on such a upswing with things. And then all of a sudden, just like, you know, this halt was put on you. So I can kind of tell that that's been a little rough for you, but you have to pat yourself on the back because you released what we're about to play right now. So this is I, this is the world premiere. Oh, I feel like I'm on like on 106 and Park. This is the world premiere of Chaz. And it's called, won't you tell the people what it's called? It's called Dummy. Big Dum Dum. It's called Dummy. Big Dum Dum. Big dum dum, it's called dummy. Can y- can y'all hear me, bro? This is so sad. Uh, we getting there? Yep, yep. There it is. Yep. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> hey, I was I was cooking at that event too. And I was at Sound of Art. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Like, that so was, how hard is it for you to not perform right now? I know that you know a a lot of the musicians, a lot of the local scene. You know, some people may have lost out on money that they put down for events, um, and just the fact that you don't know when you're going to be able to perform again. Um, has that affected your creative process? I mean, like, obviously not. You you resulted in, in Dummy, and I know that you have a whole album coming out. But, yeah. you know, I at any point yeah. in time, do you feel like your creativity was stumped in a way? Creativity-wise, no. Just financially, that's all. Creativity-wise, hell nah. Because right now, like uh, I was saying on one of my stories, right now everybody got nothing but time, so it's like, uh, one thing I've been trying to work with is just using my resources and stuff like that. And one thing I'm trying to set my foot in is directing. So I want to start like getting like, cause I like being on camera and stuff like that, but I also know it look good on camera. So, you know, I like to do <laughs> stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's just, that's what I want to start working on. So I've been trying to, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get stuff planned and shoot videos and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, you know, your girl was always available, you know, um, I can pull out my video girl, you know, dancing, you know, I can pull out the 90s, a little bit of this, I can be like, I mean, you know, BMC, you probably don't know who that is, but MC, I can do it, um, I can sing, no, um, no, no, um, so this is, um, a really big deal, and have you gotten a lot of support on your singing? Uh, you know, you know what's wild? I've actually gotten uh, the most support with my whole music, th- my whole like music career, basically, than I've ever gotten. And I, you know, it's really lit. And that's a uh, one thing I didn't even get to answer about uh, what what do I bring to Sacramento? I guess I mean I bring myself. People fuck with me, mad tough. Like you know, like I've been back and forth to Sac since 2013, but like 
I just started being tapped in. You know, everybody's like, oh, Saka Labusi, Saka Labusi. You know, once you start getting tapped in, like, you meet people like Drez. I meet people like Guns. Or, oh, well, he just moved out here. But, you know, you meet people like Johnny Lachey. You meet people like Tiff. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you start popping out and showing up to do what you want to do, that's like doing what you got to do. Then shit just going to start falling in place. Like, you know, and it's because it's, it's all about timing and what you do and shit like that. So, yeah. I love that. First of all, I have to say, I love that people still say booty. Like, I. Love that. Isn't the E40 have a song? Booty. Hey, I'm gonna bring that. I'm about to bring that back. Did y'all see that promo video I made with you in the intro? Yes, that was fire. Yeah. Oh, the hubby didn't see it, so he's gonna you have to share it with them. That I love that. So okay, we're gonna give this try number two. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna listen to your song and, and so everybody buy it out. Just dab it out. Oh no! <laughs> hey, and then and then on feature. He be he be dropping features like he just dropped that uh quarantine quarantine quarantine. Oh yeah, with with the triple B's. And then he be yeah, dropping features with his dude named Rico Suave. <laughs> With the mini niggas, I stay on my These dudes really be jokes, <laughs> and they ain't really got no hope. Damn, it's really a shame. It is how you really that lane. No, I cannot detain. You go crash trying to get in my lane. Better call my lad down for you left with no brain. See, I can't work with too many bitches. Nope. So I stay focused on my riches. Cause these hoes really be jokes. They do. And they ain't really got no dough. They don't. It's really a shame. Why? How you really that lame? No, I'm not detained. No, you gon' crash trying to get in my lane. Better call my last damn for you left with no brain. Dummy. I got money old as a money. Out of England fucking with somebody money. Life can get real ugly. But I'm still handsome man. Everyone in London. Still got a few haters. Oh, well, they okay. just mad because they bitch love the flavor. Flavor. Hey. Hey. I love that. Best line because you're in London because you would you fuck somebody's mummy. That is <laughs> I love that. that. I love it. I love it. Huh? He's on that Downton Abbey shit. <laughs> That's dope. So That's I do before I forget my eight-year-old, his newest thing is that he wants to be a DJ. Oh, his name is wow. DJ Firestorm. Mm. He has made up his own logo, and he says, Mom, I know you know people that do music, so basically, <laughs> if you were going to come over here tonight, he was really about to push up on you to be your DJ. Like, he, yeah. he's been practicing yeah. beatboxing, like, he's serious. So, you may have an eight-year-old that, you know, following behind you, Chad. <clears throat> that's good. You feel me? That's what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Like, it's all, that's what it is. Like, I'm just trying to be a great uncle, bro. Trying to be a great uncle. Yeah. Um, when you first came on the show, you were just, you, you seemed like you were so wide-eyed and like fascinated with Sacramento and the love that you were getting. You know, fast forward six months later, you're like, everybody should wanna fuck with me. I mean, I'm dope, so Sacramento. I love that. <laughs> I love the confidence. Um, and it's deserved because you are making a name for yourself in this new burgeoning music scene. Um, have you guys ever talked about doing a track together or you guys like, you know, send each other text messages with like bars or, you know, you guys have like a trailer. I don't want to do a track with a beat. If we did something, it got to be acapella. Okay. I like how I just talk. <laughs> I like how I talk. Yes. 
Yours flow is very nice. You're very um spoken word. You you know, power behind your delivery. That's why I said he should be a songwriter. I'm just I'm just insecure as fuck about that aspect of myself. I'm insecure about my beats. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's because like, like people. Who asked, did you do that beat to dummy? Yeah, I made that. That's fire. So is that what is that? Because it sounds like xylophone. So it sounds like somebody was just in the back playing xylophones. It is. It is. That's definitely gonna want to hang out with you. You're making beats. That's fire. Okay, so always, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and make that Mary Jane Maven beat. I'm gonna need to be a little trappy. Oh yeah, weren't we supposed to have a theme song? No, I ain't gonna have a theme song. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Oh, uh, yeah, you feel me? I just don't know what's like style we looking for. Like, is it smooth? Is it lit? Like, you know? I don't know what we're looking for. I told you I'm insecure about my beat. What I want? Turned up, lit. Like, what you wrote was dope. Um, like, like I just said, I am a. Okay. So my music taste is eclectic, but right now I am on that. The, the baby is the baby, the baby, the baby. My okay. Well, my uh, too, you know, saying jazz bars. He <laughs> spits the best fire ever. No, um, so Drake, Migos. Um, okay, so two chains put it best. I like music. What is that, babe? Oh no, I like clubs where all the girls dance buck naked. So same equivalent. I like Migos. You yes, know, Drake. I, Migos. I like a good 808. I like a good, you know, you know, back that ass. You know, just that. So there you go. You Work your magic. You sleep. <laughs> you hella sleep. <laughs> you know, like, you gotta name some people. You, I, I wanna hear some people with that. I don't know about. <laughs> oh, Russ? Oh, yeah. Huh? I fuck with Russ, too. I love Russ. <laughs> That's somebody everybody knows. Name a Sacramento know. artist. She got that 103.5 playlist, bro. Man, Sebo. Brother Lynch Hunt. Brother Lynch Hunt. Sebo. I don't... I, look... She said Deftones, Cake. Deftones is great. House of Flies, so good. Um, Cherry Papa Daddies. He has no idea. He's like, what? Who? Um, No, Sacramento. Now, I'm not. I'm not. um, I'm not discounting anybody that came out before, but our music scene is a lot better and more viable now. Where themselves, you know. Well, yeah, it's just on the map. It's just on the map now. That's all. So yeah, starting next week, we're about to actually have a music series for like the next four episodes where we actually got artists from Sacramento okay. um, that'll be coming on the episode. Uh, next week is the Almighty Zay. Then we got Wordplay coming on one week. And then uh, Basher coming on one week. Hopefully, Jenny. We're supposed Ooh. to have our co host, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Everything on B, Spark on B, but, you know, he hard to come up, hard to find these days. He fancy. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Tip hits me all the time. And I'd be like, bro, all you got to do is just come get me. And she'd be like, oh, it's good. I'm going to come get you. And then never want to come get me. I, I'm right here at home. Like, we don't get to go, go nowhere. nowhere. If, 
if I get to get on the freeway and drive somewhere for 15 minutes, it is like a vacation and a treat. So we'll come. Just know you're going to be kicking me here with, you know, with 11 and 8-year-old and then us all day. So. You know, I ain't got no kids, but I love kids. Um, so, yeah. So what I want to do um, is, you know, I, I'm all about building up the Sacramento community. So when I knew that I wanted to do another episode, because I do want to let you guys all know that we are coming to the end of the first season. Can you guys believe that wow. we are 30 episodes in almost? Wow. I know, right? How do seasons yeah. work? So we've um, we've had a lot of you know fun, a lot of being lit and high as fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of conversation, a lot of education, eradication, and elevation. And I just want to continue that. But I thought it'd be really good to kind of end the interview kind of portion of our of our podcast for this season with these two gentlemen. And the reason why I want to you know I want to delve more into it is. The collaboration that you see between men and especially minority men or men of color in 2020 is 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 so minute. Yeah. And um, to see that another a man is and looks at another one and says, you know what? Let me not only bring you in because you're going to be conducive to what I'm trying to do, but I I see I see what you have. Like, like let's link is. up and and yeah. you know yeah make yeah. it work for each other, help each other. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's awesome. When I saw that post, I was like, that is genius. Um, that's a great business move. Um, so now that I'm kind of venturing to that, won't you guys share what your new venture is and let everybody know that's out there? Like, what is it? My mouth is watering. What's going on? Let them know what you guys, um, what your new delivery and kind of catering services. Uh, it's um, just what what we've been doing. Basically, sort of like ain't nothing new under the sun. I guess it's just now being posted on Instagram. Um, but yeah, ain't nothing new under the sun. Like we've been, we've been vending. Uh, uh, when I had my car, I only, I, when I had my car, when I got my new car, I had to give it back though. But when I had it, I was delivering every day. Like, I don't know, I was doing that. I've been doing that. It's just, I don't know. I just don't want to be stagnant about it. You know, I want to keep growing. If you want to continue that, rent a gig car. Mm, hell no. Nah. That's, That's Set up a couple days out of the week. Days, yeah. Yep. Set up like three days out of the week where you deliver, get a gig car. And whatever money you make is gonna pay back for the use of that gig car. If you yeah. can, and gig cars always yeah. send in deals. Yeah, aren't they codes yeah. and, and yeah. weekend specials? Oh, it's and it's so I'm easy. I'm getting a rental car. It's an app. Yeah, <laughs> you just go you and just go and, and pick it up. You just go and pick it up like a jump. It's like yeah. a jump car. Yeah, it's called gig. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah. I got you. I know what okay. I know what gig car is. I know what zebra scooters are, zip cars. I know what all that is. I'm just saying it's like with the delivery shit, it's like I don't know, you wanna be like low key. I don't know. I'd be like I want I like to be low key. I'm paranoid. That's all. Yeah, less ridiculous, um, and less obvious in a gig car. Like no, you not the gig car got gig car written all over it and two big ass bike holders on top and it's a little ass Toyota car. That shit is like <laughs> it's, it's an electric vehicle, so you're helping the environment. <laughs> what is somebody <laughs> in a gig car gonna do? Like you look like you're right here, and you look like you're you're doing something like stop it. Okay? Um, <laughs> um, say, say, 
Say you finna pay for it. Say you finna pay for it and your phone died. They will cut your car off. He said he's in a little hat Toyota with a bike rack. That's why you get the key, though. There's a little key. There's a little thing that you get. Just that, give us our damn treats. Oh, no. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. No, I'm kidding. No, I appreciate so, no, it, so, though, but I, I'm trying to do that. I, I, yeah, it don't work. You know, the pushbacks are okay. Right. No. Um, so I know that um, you come out with the menu every week. Um, well, mm. now that you can hear me, I'm waiting on my birthday cake. I'm waiting on my fourth, my 420 treat. Mm -hmm. And then you missed the hubby's birthday as well. So that's three. I mean, count them. One. I forgot. I don't, bro, I'm sorry. Tell your dad. He just be. <laughs> He be just, you know, filming little, you know, little videos of him just icing the cake all nice and looks all good, and then he hands it to somebody that's over there, and I'm like, well, that's nice. I'm, you know, no, I, I like cake. These be my neighbors. I know you like cake too. You supposed to come get. You supposed hey. to come get it. She likes lollipops. Oh, no, so how do, do you guys collaborate on what the menu is going to be? Like, you want to make sure that, you know, it goes with, you know, burritos or it goes with, you know, chicken breast or whatever. Are you guys kind of collaborating or is it? Nah, I um, I haven't made any regular treats for what we're going to do. We're going to uh, really reboot, like, because he said he's going to take a break for next week. And then in two weeks, he's going to start doing stuff. So maybe, you know, we're going to do like a poll on Instagram or something and see what people like. You know, it's like, oh, would you want like a cake for your side, or would you want a, uh, I don't know, like a just some type of dessert? I want a bananas Fosters. Mm. I don't know what that is. You know, so the, the collaboration on these things, because like basically my food is very savory. Like the green sauce that I make, the super sauce, like it's very. Yeah. So you gotta follow like a dessert, a nice drink. So I was like, man, we just, we just, so basically like this whole delivery service, I wanna get to a point where I'm basically selling like drinks, entrees, desserts, you know, and I want to be, you know, pro, pro cannabis. I wanna be, you know, maybe do a little uh, alcohol, alcoholic drinks, you know, on the low, low, you know, so I just wanna provide people with everything that they would ever want from a new kitchen on beat treats. Uh, I think that's dope. And you know what? I have some um, recipes. I'm actually going to be making some infused red wine and can and uh, vodka this weekend for Mother's Day gifts. So no, we can talk a little bit about that. Um, it's so it's easier than you know you would think. Yes, but um, have you ever thought about having a food truck? Is that is that uh, an aspiration that you look forward to, or do you kind of want to keep it on the catering, you know, mobile kind of service? Well, no, I wouldn't I want no food truck. Yeah, I wouldn't want no food truck either. I wouldn't want no food truck. That's just like, I mean, yeah, they cool or whatever, but that just come with hella extra ass like permits and shit. Now I got to get licensing for my food truck. Then I got to get the specific license for the food truck. Then I got to get permits to rock a park here, and then I got. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with investing in yourself, but that just sound like hella work. Yeah, right. I would only get right. a food truck if it's electric, sure. bro. Like if it ain't got no gas, yeah. low maintenance. Yeah. Like Man, if I get a, 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 a
Give me a Tesla. Yeah, that's true. You know, I could easily see you guys going for like the Dreamers competition. You know, maybe not this year, maybe next year, the year after next. Mm-hmm. And then you guys actually up, yeah. winding up with the brick and mortar. You never know. You guys could be the I first will. kind of infused. You guys kind of inspiring me. I talked to Tip a lot about wanting to um, focus on food for people who have health concerns and need special diets that are considered uh, medical diets. And it would just be nice if I thought if that sector of people had someone prepping for mm-hmm. them so they could just tune out having to focus so hard on that so i mean like yeah i love food so yeah let's do it well i can let you guys know that i already have you commissioned for some create and elevate events just so you know it's going to be coming up um but i remember speaking with you at the colors of cannabis event and telling you like you're my food guy do you remember me coming up when i got my plate and i was like hey put me four tacos aside and i told you i was like you're going to be my food guy for any event that I threw. And um, it, it, it's it's perfect. Um, and you're probably going to help me gain like, you know, 10 pounds, but maybe it'll be all nah. in a good place. Nah, um, I won't. I won't. Uh, but I'm saying that <laughs> the, prob- the probability of us owning a brick and mortar has, has gone up substantially because of the coronavirus. Because there's so, like the, like financial analysts have predicted 30% of small businesses are gonna go out of business permanently. So that means that there's gonna be a it lot look like that. A lot of store. There's gonna be a lot of shops open for for us. That's what take, that's what I was gonna start like, saying. That's what I was gonna start saying too. Like I'll be like I'll be at hella place. Like I'll be seeing hella just empty little places and stuff like that. And I always imagine my logo on top of it. Yeah, bro. That's what it's gonna be like. I'm telling you. Yeah. Is that you guys don't have to have it all the time. You guys can do pop up type of you know locations. That's one of the biggest things too. You guys have to you have to um play on the psychology of of your consumers, and everybody wants to go to something that's hot and new. You know, I almost I mean almost had a conniption when I couldn't go to the Save by the Max, the Save by the Bell pop up. But like those things are blowing up because of nostalgia and because people want to be able to go and take pictures. So if you have like a pop-up restaurant that you just have every couple of weeks, make your money, be able to pay, and then move into it. So I like how you think. I definitely like how you think. And um, somebody's going to, the, the that industry is going to um, bounce back because there's going to be unfortunate losses and opportunities for people to come in and, and take over. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, and the thing is, like, we're bringing in a whole new product. Like, it's a new kitchen. Like, the name already says, like, we're we're gonna bring in a whole new product, a whole new vibe. Like, if you've been to Taylor Mind Studios events, like, that's what we're bringing to the table. Like, we're bringing like some organic ass, some good ass music, some good ass food, some good ass people, and we're gonna have a, we, we're gonna we're gonna have better shit than the nightclubs that Sacramento already had to offer. Like, if you if you've been to the concerts at like Taylor Mind Studios or even like Classy BT. Like the talent there is outrageous. Like it's crazy, and nobody really knows these. Like nobody really knows these people like that. Cause like Mozzie and Coney Ginobili getting all the praise, but we got like Rio the storyteller. We got Kari J. We got Chad. We got Gun. We got Second Tree. We got Najee. We got like so many names, and it's like whoa, like so much like discovery going on. So we gonna come back. We just gonna blow up like crazy. That's dope. I mean, I would love to be able to say that Sacramento has a location that is a dual fine dining, um, you know, entertainment and art location. Um, And 
you between you, Taylor, you know, Taylor and and Chance and just that, you know, that that portion of the community, Janae, I, I see the Sacramento is gonna be able to kind of, you know, have a place on the map and and not come in second to Oakland and to, you know, San Francisco when it comes to um independent or underground kind of music. Um and events. So I'm super excited about that. And I think it's that we're vibing, like the, the like-minded individuals, our ages, demographics are very diverse, but we're still finding each yeah. other and, and supporting each other. So it's like a lit ass community. Yeah. You know? It's fantastic. So I'm really proud of you guys. And I know that you guys, you know, kind of spoke about what, um, what you are doing. So you're taking a week or two off. Um, won't you guys go ahead and tell the people how they can get in contact? I will let you guys know. I will share any, you know, any posts that they put out, the menu or anything. I normally share it. So if you guys happen to forget in a couple of weeks, like, who was that, you know, wh who was she talking about? Go to my page and, you know, I'll be able to share the information. But in the meantime, um, you know, people are waiting patiently with their pen and pad. They want to know how they can get in contact. They want to know some information about your service. Um, so won't you guys go ahead and shout that out. Uh, you can contact me on Instagram mainly. That's why I mostly uh, interact uh, at On Beach Streets. O N B E A T T R A. Wait, T R E A T S. Um, it's not on the beat. I don't know why people say that, but yeah, On Beach Streets. Yeah, I don't give my number out over the phone. <laughs> on public. Don't be like a, I was telling Juice the other day. I got a text message from G Easy, and I was like, G Easy, <laughs> and like legit. I will show you guys my phone. I have his number saved as G Easy. You don't like G Easy either. I never nah. said that. I just I never said I didn't like him. I just wouldn't say I'd be like, cut some G Easy on. The only song I like is Order More, and that's not. <laughs> Fire! You're tripping. <laughs> no, I'm not a Jeezy fan either. I'm not really into Jeezy. I'm like, mm, you know, you don't do it for me. Said no. You guys don't like Russ either, because I want you. I'm, I'm gonna give you yeah. a homework assignment. I want you to go and listen to three songs, and then come back and tell me that this is not. Fire. I'm not a fan of Russ. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I don't like these people. I just don't tap in. I know I like this mm -hmm. one song. I like by Russ, and this one song I like by Jeezy. Like I don't. I wouldn't say I don't like these people. What is uh, <laughs> who would you guys say right now is your favorite artist? And then I want to follow that up with, and then we're going to go back to what you guys are doing. But I have to ask if you guys have listened to Drake's new album. So I want your opinion yeah. on that. But who are you guys listening to nonstop right now? Uh, Rod Wave and Drake. Okay. I'm, I've been listening. I've been listening to uh. So so when I'm feeling like like I'm like if I, if I feel like I'm doing like some hot shit and like Side of Baby is my go-to. Oh yeah, Side of Baby, oh Side of Baby is my shit. Like like Side of Baby is like I don't I know. Like I don't like know about him because of Adam Twenty Two. Huh? Yeah, his dance is crazy. I Ad, yeah, Adam Twenty Two has in, it introduced me to these new you know Playboy Cardis and. Side of the okay. babies and you know my toe hurts and skating whatever else these niggas. The only person that's new for real for real is the baby. That's okay. the only new person. Everybody else been around like little baby been around, kind of been around. Broadway been around. Uh, uh, who else <laughs> in the media now? Young Thug been around. 
Uzi been around, Cardi been around, all these people been around. And like the other I people mean, I really I like too. Um, I've been really listening to like so when I'm on myself, like I've been listening to Jay Electronica. Like I think his album's really good. Jay Electronica, and then I also listen to Sir. That's how it's funny because it's a sir and a her. What is it? Like it I don't get him like I don't get Megan Trainer. What is he supposedly doing that nobody I please explain it to me. Please. Who, sir? Who is that? Jay Electronica. Yeah, Jay Electronica. Yeah. Uh, Bruh, Jay Electronica dropped like his just listen to the song called Fruits of the Spirit. I mean, he's he, he uses he? three he uses three oh, different languages. He's in three different languages. It's a minute and a half long, but the imagery that he evokes in that song is beautiful. Like it's it's well, that's like, why. Like, right, like fruits of the spirit. Fruits of the spirit also influenced me to do some videos on Instagram the last like three weeks because that shit is like beautiful. Like the way, and then and I seen him live in person. Like man, his his presence is very like like it's very like engrossing. But Jay Electronica is just like he's like the Jay Electronica will be like the ultimate like poetic uh, writer, most prolific writer you'll ever find. And the and the reason but why he's been is, around forever too, though. Yeah, he's been more around than uh, Kendrick. Uh, two different styles. He's like the East Coast Kendrick. I'm, but but I want y'all to know, like, but just as intelligent though, like just as intelligent, just as like, and and the way the way that Jay Electronica uses imagery to promote like an ideal or a belief like it's incredible like like fruits of the spirit is is a is a beautiful song the way he does it like, he, like he says he, he like he raps um uh he raps jesus's prayer in spanish goes to english and then all of a sudden he's speaking in um in arabic i'm like come on bro like nobody doing that shit. Like, um, see that's that's okay. a, for me that's appealing Actually, I can respect that. Yeah, I've just heard like everything that I've known has been hype, um, and then like disappointment, and then like, but then people are talking him up again. Like this is just everything I know about him. But I respect because your passion, the way that you speak about him, is the way that I speak about like Eminem um, or Russ or um, you know I've been listening to a lot of old school late. Well, what's old school? But I've been listening to like get rich or die trying again. Mm. I've been listening mm. to uh, the chronic 2001, mm. um, far side. I've been no, listening to, yeah, like okay. I, I've been kind of all over the place, but it's all, you know, just kind of nineties, you know, early two thousands kind of throwback. Um, and the reason why is because of the actual music, the, the, the tracks, not, I mean, so much of what they say, but the, the music, the feeling that the actual music invokes is, is yeah, crazy to me. So, I can, I'm, I'm definitely going to go listen mm -hmm. and then I will DM you and be like, yeah, you know, okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, so that's dope. Okay. So, um, anybody, who are you on right now? I know. Um, well, oh. you know, I, I put on that Drizzy Drake. How could you not? And, um, then I found out, I think I told you last night that Chris Brown's Indigo just got an extended version by 10 or 11 tracks. You know and, he's thirty one, and yeah, he just turned. He just had a birthday. Yeah, I can't believe. And then um, he has new shit coming out with like Young Thug, and just constantly working on. So I'm a big, big Chris C Breezy fan. I'm actually a fan. I'm not a I fan of Brown. a lot of stuff, but like with Chris, I have an interest 
in him as a person and him, him as an artist. Like, I want to know what does Chris like? What inspires his Chris music? Brown. You know what I mean? I want to see him dance. dance. Right. Man. I want to see his videos, you know? So I just, I love Steve Breezy. I love when he gets with Drake Drizzy. Remember when Drake and Chris fought? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, with Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, who didn't want in, in the club. They said that that was the end of night. They wasn't, they didn't fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yo, Mike is muted. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um, no, you good. But, <laughs> good. But basically, I just want y'all to know, like, anybody y'all see in, like, the real mainstream, like, here we know people, like, people like the baby is getting millions of views and stuff like that, but, like, real mainstream, like, culture starting or whatever the fuck, they, everybody been around for 10 plus years. Like, you so, got, like, look at people. You how you gonna say Young Thug is new though? What you mean? Cause you said Young Thug is new. His single was out Hell ten yeah, years ago. I didn't say Young Thug is new. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you don't want to take back. You said Young Thug was new. <laughs> I said the baby was the only one that was new. Young Thug been around. Oh, yeah, I, I heard that. You said other other than Young Thug, the only real new one is the baby. We don't want to take back. I'll yeah. show you. Side of baby fairly new, bro. Side of baby fairly new. I'm talking about real names that hold weight, like like Drake, Beyonce, Jay Z, Kanye West. All these people been around for ten plus years and this shit. Like it's just mm -hmm. wild how, like it's just wild how you look at people like Lil Pump, right? We look at him, and then we be like, oh, this nigga hella famous. No, I'm saying, but getting a billion views on his shit. Like we looking at it like it's amazing, right? And now we looking at him like now, like. Or even Juice World, or even X. Like we look at these people, these new artists that come out, and it's like, damn, like, you know, it's just crazy how shit happened. Like it's crazy how long and how much work and time you gotta put in, and how much shit you gotta do for this music shit, bro, to really, really be accepted. Like that shit is crazy. That you say that I'm not. Once again, I'm not discounting the work that people put in, but you know, I up until I was 24, 25, um, 24, I, my focus was singing and. Yeah. You have to do what people have to do now to get their music out there is so not like what I had to do. And I'm not that old, but I'm about to sound like it. Like you have to literally record a tape. You have to find out the address of the A&R person that you wanted to get it to. Then you have to send it in a big old manila envelope. Like there was no uploading to SoundCloud. There was no like I can go ahead and put it on YouTube. And I know the, the work is still there because it's a lot more of branding work that you guys have to do now. It's a lot more of being in tune and like connecting with your 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 um your audience. Um but to get on initially, I think is a lot easier than years previous. Oh uh, yeah, and no, like are you are you really gonna do everybody so much more important in being an artist today? Um like you have everybody contact info in their bio. What? Everybody contact info in their bio, like managers, artists, all they contact info in their bio. Like it's not hard. Yeah. yeah. That's what she's saying though. We didn't have back then. You didn't have social media, so you couldn't. There was more grind involved. Yeah, no, I get you though. It's still grind involved now. Now you got to make it look good. You can't just sound good no more. You got to make it look good. You gotta, you yeah, gotta make it look good. Projecting who you want people to think yeah. you are, as opposed to letting A and R do it after they discover you for your actual talent. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's like. Exactly. 
image first talent does he have do they, do they have it yeah. let's see like there know? could never be i mean i know there's been boy bands that have been successful but there could never be a fabricated nsync new edition right. new kids on the block anymore you know everybody fit into a mold in those boy bands you can't do that in 2020 like you you, you just awesome. can't do it um so yeah it's, it's definitely different um and like i said this is why we're doing the next few episodes and we're giving respect to the music, the music um, artists and the scene. And we want to close out the season by highlighting, you know, people that are, you know, not able to share their, their talent and their creativity during this time, other than maybe on their own platforms, you know, but they're not able to perform or, you know, have their message spread to new people. So that's kind of why we are doing what we're doing. And then Create and Elevate is actually going to be doing an event as well that Chaz, you know, we want you there. Um, Hey, Andres, if you want to go ahead and spit, you know, some, some hot fire, you can as well. Um, but yeah, so we can talk about that. I could talk about music all day, all day, all day. But I'm going to want to, you know, we started late because of because of me and my migraine. So I want to give you guys one last opportunity to talk about your, um, your service. Now, it, are you guys just doing a joint name or are you guys kind of coming up with, you know, your own kind of uh, brand or logo together? Or is it just going to be, you know, a new kitchen and sweets provided, you know, by own beat treats? Yeah, that's really just what it is right now. It's just like sweets provided until we uh, actually get some shit going, you know? Clarify the food is, is, is pure and natural, um, although, you know, infused is pure and natural as well. But they're not infused treats. They're, it's not infused, you know, burritos or anything like that. So you can no, eat no, your no, whole thing. No, the problem. treats are infused. The treats are infused. It, yeah, it depends what somebody wants. Like, I have yeah. vegan infused, I have regular, I have irregular infused. Like, it just depends on what somebody wants. Perfect. You know, somebody. Yeah, so, I, I, that's why so I right asked now, right now, I've been, right now, um, I've been experimenting so with As well as there, there is no set pricing or there hasn't been. Do you want to talk a little bit about the payment, uh, pay structure or? All right. So, so a new kitchen um has been experimenting with burritos so i've never sold burritos at events ever before because logistically it's just a nightmare but i've just My burrito is hella good. thanks man yeah i just i just took a chance to sell something different uh, a, a new kitchen california burrito which has you know tater tots my super sauce uh cheese uh my rotisserie style chicken and then um a cabbage pico de gallo all in a flour tortilla, right? But it's big though. It's like a 14 inch burrito. Like it's hella big. And the reason I haven't, I haven't really put prices on it is because I want everybody to experience what the new stuff that I'm making. And I want everybody to give me some feedback on it. Like, should I pursue a burrito or should I just keep going with tacos? And the other reason I'm doing like donation based or, or, or sliding scale based is because not everyone is in a, financial position to go out to eat so i want to give somebody an opportunity of like all right let's go out to eat let's not make some for myself all right you know what yeah. I, i'll drop five bucks on a burrito i'll drop ten bucks on a burrito you know whatever you can afford i'll take it i'm more than happy to take it you know what i'm yeah. saying because because i i'm like i've been really blessed during this quarantine you know what i'm saying and i know not others have been in my shoes so in my position so i want to give other people an opportunity a chance to have like that's some type really of just, experience uh, on the low, you know. Yeah. So it's like, hey, that's man. Just, that's just reciprocating. I, I guess uh, not. I guess that's reciprocating good karma in a way, because it's like uh, that's what I'll be trying to do 
with people who want to collab with me. People are always talking about not uh, not how we doing it, but people always want to collab, like bake in, like putting products out and stuff like that. So I always tell people, like, what is your main thing? Do you want to make profit? Because people think I just get money like that. Do you want to make profit or are you trying to really like bake something, you know, and stuff like that? And people just always talking about they want to make money. So I'm like, OK, if you bake something. I'll pay you for whatever you, I will go out and we'll sell your stuff. And then I'll just pay you for whatever you bake. But I'm putting my name on it because that's what's important is the name is the longevity. When they eat the product, it's going to be good. They're going to remember where they got it from. It's going to have my name on it. So, you know, that's where that's I find that important. You feel me? So I feel like that's that's what it sounded like you was doing with the donation based shit. Because it's like once this shit start back up and then you really start booming and shit, you're going to really have them people who fuck with you beginning. Like when you really start having prices and shit for what the shit you really want to make. You guys are doing something that's so inspirational because it, and it's inspirational tenfold. Yeah. One, you're doing something that's being selfless right now. And you're, you know, you're doing what I think the main purpose of this communication is about. It's the universe's way of saying like, come on people, let's get back to being just humans and caring about each other and using your strengths and your goals to make the lives of others better. And I mean, could you imagine if you could launch through that donation based model a mindset and a lifestyle where people are willing to feed a family for the night because they know that that family, when they're better up or mm -hmm. someone else on mm -hmm. their behalf will mm -hmm. come in, mm -hmm. give a larger donation, or when that family that yeah. couldn't afford dinner tonight gets money, yeah. they buy from you, pay you back, buy somebody yeah. else, you know what yeah. I mean? And then no one has to feel like, damn, I'm out of money my kids is going to go hungry tonight. Like if many businesses took on this model of I'll feed it, I'll feed you for whatever you can afford yeah. tonight. Yeah. You like they used I mean? to. And that's right. awesome. And you guys are doing that for the community. Like, you know, Chaz said, that's doing nothing but just putting great karma into the bank for you. But also you guys can be an inspiration to other um, budding bakers and, mm -hmm. and uh, chefs out there. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. ones that are black and, la and Latino. Um, so and you should realize the extent of um what you're doing and the power that's behind it especially you know in the sacramento community where it's you know we we cover a lot of mileage but sacramento is really small so mm -hmm. this is not going to do anything but continue to not bless you, not only bless you, but bless those people that you're feeding. And yeah, so, exactly. And, 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 and you know what? Other people will come in and show you love. Like if people are falling short, there'll be other people who come in on the donation base and really cover that because they see what you're doing when you're putting people over profit. And it's just a, it's the new model in my mind. You know, we got to make money, but we've got to put people over profit. COVID yeah. should help people to, yeah. to learn how to do that, yeah. if nothing else, in business. So, well, I know, I love yes, it. definitely. I know that I will be utilizing you guys. Um, you know, got a lot of events coming up with Create and Elevate. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to work on a very nice dinner. I'm not gonna put it all out there. Still, somebody steals my idea, but it's gonna be lit. Um, you know, and and also maybe doing some things for the youth. I think that'd be great. Um, and doing something to show our special thanks to the you know essential workers and especially to those medical workers. Um, you know, great exposure for you all, but then also like you know just building up that great karma. So mm -hmm. where can I, people drop a donation on you for, for, for you know, the food deliveries? Um, uh, so, cash up, dollar yeah, sign, my name's Chaz. And then, uh, so you, you can go on a, a new kitchen, uh, Instagram, a new kitchen. 
and you can just uh, DM me and you can ask me like, you know, what, basically just ask me what you would like and I'll see if I can make it happen. But I, I really just want to do deliveries once a week because it is a lot of work, uh, and, you know, take out once a week. Um, but I'm not cutting corners. Like today I was selling like organic uh, strawberry, peach, mango, pineapple, ginger, uh, smoothies uh, with uh, tequila uh, resposado. You know what I'm saying? And then I was, um, and then, you know, my burritos are big. I'm, I'm doing like the 14 inch tortillas, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're big. And then we got the really good treats from on B treats. So, you know, I'm not cutting corners, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to be generous and try to give y'all something that's a little different, a little new. Um, but, and then once you DM me, I'll send you, you know, my cash app or Venmo and you know, hopefully it all works out, but it has been difficult, but it's been fun too. Cause it just reminds me of being back at those events and cooking for people and stuff. Good. You keep doing it, you know, out of um, pure joy and out of gratitude. Yes. And it's going to become easier because what's going to happen is there's going to be people that are brought into your life. The universe are going to be able to say, <laughs> you know what, I'll cook the rice for you or I'll come help deliver. It's it's going to happen. And when it, when it starts to happen, you're going to be like, holy shit, it, it's happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll I, deliver for you. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> For real? Um, I, I'm a good driver. Logistically, it's a part of what I do. I have to drive around town, so I know how to get to places in a timely fashion. I have a food handler's card. I'm clean. I'm safe. I'm assured. Look I don't know that. all that. <laughs> Look at that. Connections. Yes. I can even get COVID certified. So, hey. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, nah, I'll let y'all know, you know. Well, we've been putting your information along, you know, um, the, the video this entire time. Um, of course, I will share all of your contact information. Um, I've gotten a couple of pictures from your Instagram. So I'm going to be posting those of, you know, that big ass, fat ass burrito, um, <laughs> you know, your menu from this week. And then I do want to make one, you know, one just request if, you know, in the next couple of weeks, if you can just go ahead and make that meal that you made for 420, mm -hmm. please and thank you. Okay. Make me a plate. I will bring everything and you can just make me a plate. That okay. looked delicious. Um, so yeah, so uh, Chaz, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to play that. Um, you know, anybody wants to get that on all streaming platforms, on YouTube, you know, run up those views, you know, you know, share that. Um, check, you know, check them out. You know, you want to definitely support two kings of our community that are doing things out of um, purpose and passion right. and gratitude, not out of greed and, and, and you know, yes. and, uh, you know, envy. So I love that. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. So we want to always, you know, lift those people up that are doing that, yes. you know, so we can continue yeah. to grow. So thank you guys so, so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we'll definitely have you guys back on when you guys are getting to that point of announcing your brick and mortar building, you know, um, we will be definitely talking soon cause I'm ordering some food, but thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And if you guys know what you need to do, go like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube channel, Menage with the Mary Jane Maven, social media, the Mary Jane Maven at Menage with the Mary Jane Maven. Um, we have beautiful, my right hand. On my left side here is Vita <laughs> giving you life. Yes. You can find her on IG at Too Sexy. Yeah. I'm Too Sexy. I think we should play that every time we say that. Yeah. There we go. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody once again for you know tuning in. Second episode of the week. Like I said, we're gonna be closing out this first season. I can't believe we're already at like 30 episodes. Um, shout out to our listeners in France. You guys have moved moved up a percentage overnight. Um, we we know we love our international uh, listeners as well as those that are local. Yeah. Go to the merch site, Teespring, Menage with Mary Jane Maven store. Stay your asses home. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> See you guys soon. Thanks so much. That is so funny. <laughs> we don't even need all that toilet paper if you wash your 